Welcome to Unwalking the Way. Today we're going to look at the foundation of service. Why do we serve God? Why do we serve others? We'll start with this story. And when Jesus entered Peter's house, he saw his mother-in-law lying sick with a fever. He touched her hand and the fever left her and she rose and began to serve him. Or consider this passage from Colossians. And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another in all wisdom, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So what is the difference between joyful service and grinding labor? In a word, thankfulness. Now, I grew up on a small dairy farm, so hard manual work was a part of every day to some degree or another, but some days much more so than others. I remember one cold Saturday morning in particular, being dragged down to the barn by my father and handed a pitchfork, and I knew what came next. We were going to pitch manure out of a large calf pen. As you can imagine, as a 15-year-old boy on a Saturday, knee-deep in manure, I was thrilled, and my attitude was amazing, and yes, I'm being sarcastic. In reality, I was in a terrible mood. But as I worked back-to-back -back with my father, pitching manure, I could hear him whistling under his breath. As I remember my dad, he always had a song playing in his head as he did physical work. This day, it was driving me nuts, and I was driving him nuts with my attitude, and eventually, he stopped and said this to me. You really need to learn to love work, because... You'll be working for the rest of your life. Then he went back to whistling under his breath and pitching manure. It took a long time to figure out what he really meant by that, and even longer to figure out how to love work even when I didn't like it. To my father, life was work, and to love life was to love work. Since work occupied most of our waking hours, we either loved work or hated life, and my father loved his life. We might be asking, well, how do we love life when we do not enjoy what we're doing? In the modern world, the answer seems to be you can't. This is a symptom, a symptom of a, an entitled and it's a, a wealthy society. Happiness in the modern world is the product of getting what you want, it seems. Now, joy runs much deeper than this kind of happiness. Joy flows from the presence of God and produces thankfulness, and thankfulness produces service. This is why Peter's mother-in-law, when she experienced healing from the presence of Jesus, immediately got up and served him with joy. The presence of God brings joy, and joy brings thankfulness, and thankfulness brings service. But thankfulness is not the only possible response. Sadly, we read of another response, perhaps the most common response, 
in Romans chapter 1. Here's a part of that. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking and their foolish hearts were darkened. In, the, in this passage, we see that unthankfulness does much more than rob us of joy. It blinds our minds and darkens our souls. The fruit of unthankfulness leads to all kinds of evil, as Paul goes on to describe in the rest of the first chapter of Romans. But to keep this article under 10,000 words, I want to focus again on the connection between thankfulness and service. After 30 years as a missionary and a missionary trainer, I, I think I can safely say that to serve with any kind of joy absolutely requires maintaining a profound thankfulness to God and others. Without thankfulness, service immediately becomes grinding labor, which breeds resentment and self-pity, which in turn feeds a greater unthankfulness completing the death spiral that leads to despair. Now that may sound overly dramatic, but I can give you names. Names of people that have gone from being joyful missionaries to bitter unbelievers. And one thing they all had in common was unthankfulness. Many of these people I counted as friends and colleagues, and I tell you this in great sadness. Thankfulness is life-giving and contagious. Unthankfulness, on the other hand, is malignant, extremely contagious, and ultimately deadly. One of my early mentors once told me, I can only afford about 15 seconds of self-pity a week, at the most. Now, truer words have never been spoken as I look back on my life. Self-pity is a self-inflicted cancer of the soul. It destroys healthy thankfulness and replaces it with a toxic self-interest that blots out the goodness of God and the joy that flows from his presence. The more we pity ourselves, the more pitiable we become. Resentment quickly fills the void in our soul when we forget the goodness of God. And all work becomes toil and grief as hope evaporates with our thankfulness. But this outcome is not inevitable. Thankfulness is more powerful than self-pity, and it is every bit as contagious. When thankfulness fuels our efforts, love and joy can redeem even the most menial tasks. Even pitching manure on a Saturday morning can be transformed from profane to sacred space when done in the presence of God in the spirit of thankfulness. Thankfulness is our response to the grace of God. Thankfulness transforms every task into worship, and thankfulness fuels a joy that is quite separate from our immediate circumstances. Consider this psalm. Make a joyful noise to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We're his people, and the sheep of his pasture. Enter his gates with thanksgiving, and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him, and bless his name. For the Lord is good, 
His steadfast love endures forever and his faithfulness to all generations. So, Father, today I ask, may I reflect your joy and grace through thankful service this week, wherever I may find myself and in whatever I am doing. Have a great week, everyone.